Welcome to the Mortcast, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Before I get started on the rest of this podcast, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Wazie in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado. Just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Um, the last couple days, the weather has been pretty crappy, but um, <clears throat> if you're in the mood and you've been vaccinated, uh, and you feel comfortable, get on down to the dairy block uh, and sit outside in this wonderful, wonderful, you know, right now getting uh, we're right in the middle of May, so hopefully the snow is behind us, and you can, like, experience some great, great evening weather at Blanchard Family Wines. Um, sit outside and just enjoy it. Safe, socially distant, and really, really fun. Obviously, you know the 2017 Cabernet is my thing. Definitely go get that. Uh, but they got some Pinot, they got Shiraz, they got some uh, uh, Malbecs, they got all you need with Reds, they got Whites, they got Rieslings, they got partnerships with Western Slope get, uh, wineries that, you know, give you a local Colorado flavor. Uh, those uh, wineries are called Restoration and Storm Settlers. Check those out. Really, one of the best places to go in Colorado to get some wine and just have a great time in a wonderful atmosphere. Or you can go to bfwdenver.com. Pick yourself up a bottle of that uh, 2017 Cabernet. Or you can just uh, get one of the uh, bottles of the other things, but they got a bunch of accessories. They also got a virtual wine tasting if you're into that sort of thing. Basically, one of the best things places that I know of in Denver that and and I've read for them. I don't they, they do not quote unquote pay me to do this. I do this because I love the place. Get on over there and get yourself some of this, some of these uh, extra wonderful products that they got there. You can go to bfwdenver.com if you want to pick up a bottle. You can get it for delivery, shipment, or curbside pickup. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Wazee, beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. They're at bfwdenver.com. You can go find them at Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. When you go in and or talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast. I sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I am, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Okay, this is a rare Mortcast that is post-game. Uh, the Nuggets, uh, about an hour ago, defeated the Charlotte Hornets, 117-112. In a game, actually, the Nuggets I, uh, led wire to wire. Uh, but there are times it got real you know, close, um, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, but the two main stories that I'm going to actually kind of go over in the first half of this. Uh, the first half, we're going to talk about the game and how the Nuggets were able to win, which was basically on the backs of Nikola Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. with a little bit of Aaron Gordon thrown in there. And the second half, we're going to talk about uh, what the Nuggets should do in the remaining three games, which is all on the road. Um, to, to kind of put this game in perspective, you, the Nuggets started off this game with a 30-13 to 13 lead. Uh, they ended up at several points winning, leading by 21. You could tell that they were wanting to get this game over with so they could get that number four seed, right? They wanted that to clinch that, get it over with, get the knockout punch, and then, you know, 
have that surety. You know, guaranteeing yourself home court advantage is great. And they came out flying. Michael Porter Jr. had 23 points in the first quarter. Uh, and it was, excuse me, the first half. And it was uh, just he carried them offensively, and it was it was great to see. Second quarter, the Nuggets let to the ro- let go of the rope a bit. Second, second unit looked kind of bad. Uh, Monte Morris uh, came back, but he only played in the first half, and uh, um, it was kind of eh, it was kind of iffy. Um, if you get once you get into the rest of the game, until Nikola Jokic basically took over. Um, both Nikola Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. had 30 points in this game. Um, and it was really kind of the blueprint for what the Nuggets need to do going forward, aside from the defensive lapses. Um, Aaron Gordon had 17 points. Uh, Gordon is, uh, you know, he had some troubles. Uh, he had a, like, a series of like three possessions where he turned the ball over, two, two possessions. Um, but he ended up finishing off the half, the half with a nice mid-range, mid-range shot. And then having 17 points was better than he's, he's actually had offensively for quite some time. So hopefully this is a breakout game for him. But really, the blueprint for this team, Jamal Murray-less team, is for games like this. Uh, for Nikola Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. to overwhelm these teams offensively, um, and they're capable of doing it, specifically Porter. Um, Porter is was heading for one of those epic nights, and one of my criticisms of the Nuggets and Porter in the second half of these games is that they can't find him, and he can't get available for shots in the second half. 23 of his 30 came in the first half. Um, that can't happen. Um, like, even though the Nuggets really, despite the lead getting down to one a couple times, really had control of this game. Um, the, the, the Hornets went on a bit of a meltdown in the second quarter. Uh, their coach got ejected. Uh, but it kind of you know stirred them a bit and got them back in the game. Um, I think I think when you look at this game, you see that the Nuggets were highly motivated to get this one won, and that tells you what they what they knew about the significance of getting that home court sealed and getting that done before you go into the rest of the road trip. There are some easy games left. They played Minnesota, they played Detroit, and then they finish off with. Uh, Portland on the road. Um, obviously, getting this one kind of sets the tone for the rest of their road trip. It's going to be, in my view, it's going to be interesting to see how they approach this because with this game tonight, you kind of, at least in my view, I mean, this is just Jeff Morton talking, obviously, uh, but you could see the Nuggets had... Uh, some motivation to get where they got. And I think you saw, what you saw tonight was a team, and we're going to kind of talk about this in the second half, a team that's aware of where they are, aware of what they need to do, and maybe aware that they need to rest some guys. 
And maybe that is something that, uh, which is something that I have been advocating for, as you, if you listen to the last podcast, I talked about it. After the Nets game, the Nuggets, Nuggets definitely, definitely needed a, uh, um, an idea that a recognition that the the Nets game was not an important game, um, and they could have, you know, and I think they may have been, there may have been some acknowledgement that they needed to let off the gas. Obviously, with Jokic and Porter both scoring thirty. They both understood. I mean, seventy-seven points between Murray, between uh, Porter, Jokic, and Gordon, and uh, obviously Austin Rivers had some. Actually, had some nice drives. Uh, Faku Campazo came up big in the fourth quarter. He had eight points in the fourth quarter, uh, two big threes, and uh, really kind of salted away the game at the end. And this kind of sets the tone for the rest of this road trip. And when I get back from reading about DraftKings, I will tell you the way what I feel and the way I feel the Nuggets need to approach the second half or second three games, the, the last three games of this year. Excuse me. Big names are headlining this weekend's UFC 262 card. From Nate Diaz to Michael Chandler, there will be no shortage of action at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official Sports betting partner of USC, UFC, excuse me, uh, has an epic, has a heavyweight, God, I cannot read, I apologize, has a heavyweight offer for this weekend's fight uh, with 100 to 1 odds. One fighter will be walking away with a belt, and you will be walking away with cash. Just pick the main event fighter you think will win DraftKings Sportsbook, win, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds on that fighter. That's right. Bet one dollar and on select fighters, and if they and if they win, you will win one hundred dollars. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if MMA isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds on and promotions on basketball, hockey, and so much more. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up. Turn $1 into $100 when you bet on the main card fighter to win. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code MHS to turn $1 into $100 on select main card fighters. For a limited time, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. That's one 800 522-4700. Okay, Nuggets have got their force, you know, guaranteed themselves the four seed. There is an outside chance they could get the third seed. In fact, uh, with as unpredictable as the Clippers are, you can bet that, that it's still in play. Um, in my view, the Nuggets need to eschew that and focus on resting their players. Um... They got what they needed. There's no chance the Lakers will go up to five, in my view. Um, so they're safe from playing the Lakers. They could either play the, the Dallas Mavericks or the Portland Trailblazers in the first in the first round, guaranteed home court advantage. Um, 
the only way I think the Nuggets really try to go for the three seed is if they feel like that would position them in a better way. But as of right now, I think the Nuggets looking at this, and not I'm not talking about throwing away games or tanking games or anything like that. I'm just talking about understanding that, look, you've got a team that's beat up. Jokic has played a lot of minutes. Michael Porter Jr. has played more minutes than he ever has in the NBA. By the way, I'm drinking wine right now. So, um, the, 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 there's, there's a realization here, I think, at least on my view, that the Nuggets are at a position to where they can maybe, if you're not going to rest them all game, understand that you're not going to play them more than a certain amount of minutes. Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron, even Aaron Gordon. <clears throat> there are just, there's ways that the Nuggets can do this to where they're not taxing both Porter and Jokic uh, in the last three games of this season. Um, in the grand scheme of things, the last three games are not necessary to win. Uh, they, they clinched what they needed to clinch. And unless they feel that the third seed will put them in a better position, I don't know if I don't know if going all out to get these last three wins will be something that benefits them. Get Marcus Howard some minutes. Get Bull Bull some minutes. Get Shaq Harrison some minutes. You know, play Austin Rivers a lot because he probably needs to get some. I mean, the guy was off for two months. Get his rhythm going going into the playoffs. Um, you know, look, you're if you don't if and you know Jokic doesn't want to rest, but don't play him for forty minutes. Play him significantly reduced minutes. Do what you need to do to make sure that you are preserving what you need to preserve. Because at that right now, there's a lot of risk. I think there's there's more risk at playing these guys heavy minutes than there is uh, than there is kind of going forward in a must-win mode because they're not anymore. Um, depending on how things fold out, uh, I, I don't know what the current nature or nature, I don't know what the current score of the Mavs uh, Memphis game, but I don't think that affects the Nuggets anymore. They're guaranteed the four and uh, Dallas can't move up. Uh, the only thing that the Nuggets need to kind of keep an eye on is the Lakers. And hoping that Dallas kind of takes care of business. Guaranteeing that the Lakers get no higher than six. Um, and that is going to be the wild card right there. That's going to be the thing that is that everyone is going to be paying attention to. Um, do the... Do the Lakers have it in them to get up to the six seed? I don't think. I don't believe they can get up to the five. I don't believe they can. Um, but if it looks like they will, maybe the Nuggets go for the three. I just don't. I just don't see a scenario that, that where that happens. So you get a. I'm in just in my view, unless Portland really, really goes all balls out. Um, you could see a scenario where it's just basically it's baked in that it's going to be Dallas, Denver, uh, first round four five. So, um, 
Rest your guys as much as you possibly can. Take it easy. Um, get some weary bones, some rest, and live to fight in the playoffs that, you know, look, look, this season's been grueling. It's 72 games that was compact into a very short time period. Guys got injured because of this, right? We all know this very well in Denver. Headlined by Jamal Murray. We, we understand what's going on. And it's a tribute to this Nuggets team, particularly Tim Connolly and the talent, the absolute mega talent that he's assembled on this team, that the Nuggets have been able to withstand uh, the loss of Jamal Murray. It's pretty amazing to see. I'll be quite honest with you. So keep that in mind. Denver Nuggets, if I'm them, I rest guys. And I risk Aaron Gordon, to be honest with you. I think Aaron Gordon is still a bit injured. Um, his calf was tight against the Nets. Um, so that's why he didn't play. That's why Michael Malone, you know, didn't play him. Keep an eye on him. If you don't have to play him, don't get this man some rest before we have to get in the playoffs. Look, the first thing that's going to be happening is the play-in games. And those play-in games, uh, will kind of, kind of going to extend out the end of the regular season. Quote unquote. So the rest that the Nuggets get, get is going to be extended um, due to having those playing games. So the regular season ends, and the Nuggets hopefully will be get some time off to where maybe maybe Will Burton is able to come back. But at the very least, Monty Morris, who only played in the first half tonight, uh, gets some time to incorporate himself back into the team. And if he doesn't have to, you know, he doesn't have Jokic and, uh, and uh, Porter and Gordon out there all the time, he can get his freedom to kind of flex a bit, get used to get used to getting more minutes in, as the last three games of this season unfold. But we shall see. All right. Well, thank you all for joining me on the latest and very rare post-game Mortcast. Presented to you, to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'll be back with another Mortcast soon. Talk to you later. Bye.